sister, Rue, here on KUCI 88.9 in Irvine. I have been blessed with the opportunity to interview Mr. Kimani Marley. Kimani Marley is the accomplished singer and songwriter and actor, the son of the infamous Bob Marley. He has put out five albums in his career and has appeared in a few films, which we'll talk about in a few moments. In lieu of Kimani's 2011 U.S. and Australian tour, it is a pleasure to welcome Kimani to the show. Thanks for joining us. Ah, thanks for having me. Cool, cool, cool. Now, the name Kimani translates to Adventurous Traveler, and you certainly have been. Speaking of traveling, how's the tour going in Australia? Uh, the tour is going great. So far, great. Actually, we're in New Zealand now, and it's the last leg of the tour. Um, you know, but I'm out here with Maxi Priest, an mm. artist that I've admired um, through my career. Um, Jimmy Cliff, uh, mm -hmm. living legend, coming from a father era. We have the original Will is out here, and also Mary J. Blad. So, so it's, a, it's a nice package, and the tour's been going good so far. Good, good. And I hear that uh, you guys are about to do the Ragamuffins Festival out there. We actually have ours coming up in Long Beach, so uh, I'm really sad that you're not going to be appearing, but good luck to the rest of your tour there, and uh, we look forward to seeing you here. You're actually going to be kicking off your tour at the Belly Up Tavern in Solana Beach. Is that um, right? Actually, I was supposed to, but I think that show either got canceled or pushed back because I end up on this side of the world for a little bit longer than I was supposed to. Actually, the first show for me will be the Roxy, Los Angeles. Right on. Guys, stay tuned after the interview, and I'll have those tour dates for you guys, along with tickets to give away to the uh, Coach House, which I will be at. I will be there. Uh, right looking on. forward. So you were born and raised in Jamaica, and you came to the States when you were how old? I came to the States when I was about seven years old. Cool. So growing up in the more rural areas of Miami, do you feel that this influenced your music in any way? Oh, definitely, cool. definitely. I mean, right off back when, when you know, moved to Miami, there's a big difference from Jamaica. You know, I tell this story all the time that when I left Jamaica at, at, at seven years of age, um, you know, we were used to having one radio station, one FM station, one AM station. And, um, you know, so I remember when I got to Miami, my mom bought me a boombox, and, you know, I'm thinking the same thing as it is in Jamaica, so it is in, in, in America. So I got the boombox, and I tuned into the first radio station that I found, and I figured, well, this must be it. So I left it there, and um, it turned out to be a station that played a lot of soft rock, a lot of, you know, alternative kind of music. So for my first couple of years in America I was listening to a lot of a lot of Bon Jovi, a lot of Guns N' Roses. Um <laughs> you know, I said at that time George Michael was actually my favorite artist, you know, and, and, and then one day something told me, All right, well change the tune and see what else happens and I ran into hip hop <laughs> and then that became uh, a great influence um in my life. And, and and for me, you know, I've always one that want to be a creator. I want to be a leader. I never had that, that follower spirit. So I took all my, my influences and all my inspiration and just tried to mold my own um, musical career, you know, that format. And, you know, for people who take the time out to listen to Kimwani, you know, I do a little hip-hop here. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely reggae is the root of all things. Sure. And, 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 you know, I play, I touch on a little alternative and some soft rock, too. <laughs> and I credit that to my early years of being exposed to that music um, versus being, you know, just 
stuck in the box of, 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 of reggae music because that's where, you know, my, my bloodline is from. Sure. Now, I know that you actually interviewed with one of our KUCI DJs live here in the studio before with Big Jim a few years back. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. Now, he told me that you actually opened for the police during their reunion tour, which had to have been an honor. And I know that you listened to them on the radio, too, growing up. So speaking of the radio, how influential was and is radio for you? Um, radio is definitely influential. You know, it, it, it gives you an air on what's going on out there and, you know, kind of, you know, put me in a place where I'm, I'm, I'm along the right path yeah. as far as creativity is concerned, you know. Um... You know, I do listen to the radio, but I must say I'm not, I don't listen to a lot of radio. Yeah, like commercial radio? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the reason why I work at KUCI is because we're underground, freeform, eclectic, free speech, public radio. Ah, nice. So I play your music all the time, and I love what you do. And I am a huge fan, you know. But anyway, uh, back to the interview. (laughs) You've collaborated with several artists and actors, both. Names ranging from Praz with the Fugees, Braga Benz, Protégé, and even a few of your brothers earlier on in your career. More recently, you've teamed up with Andrew Tosh for a version of Peter Tosh's Lessons in My Life. Two sons of two infamous reggae legends coming together and singing this song. What was it like to team up with Andrew Tosh for the single? Um, it was great. You know, I've known Andrew for many, many, many years on and and mm-hmm. I've always admired him as far as his his talent, his creativity and just who he is as a person. And and I've always said, you know, it, it's funny because when people say it to me like Oh, you sound so much like your dad, I think, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> a compliment. I take it as a compliment, but okay. But then to be uttering these same words to somebody else was like, okay. <laughs> Every time I see him, I say, yeah, you know you sound just like your father. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm sure you get that all the time, man. I mean, it's frightfully similar, but uh, very cool. I loved that Protégé song also, Rasta Love. I totally yeah, dig fun. it. I'll play that for you guys at the end of the interview, too. But you're not only a singer, you are an accomplished actor. You appeared in Shadas in 2001, working with Spraga Benz, and also One Love in 2002. You even hosted a reality TV show on BT, Living the Life of Marley, uh, to name a few. So I ask you this, does your heart lie more with singing and songwriting or more with acting? Um, I would say my heart lie more with singing and songwriting because, you know, that's, that's my freedom of expression. That's where I could speak to you from from my heart and soul. Um, acting is an art that I definitely enjoy and, you know, I look to build on, but that's me becoming someone else. Right. So, you know, I'm always, you know, um, will be leaning towards the, the my singing career, you know, it, 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 it helps me just to share my views on life. Right on. That's beautiful and inspired. Certainly the way to get your message out to the people organically is through music. Yeah. I agree. You are now working on your sixth studio album titled Evolution of a Revolution at the Tough Gone Studios in Kingston, Jamaica. I'm very stoked on that album coming up, and rumor has it it will be more of like an urban sound, deeply rooted in reggae and hip-hop, both? Yeah, it, it's, I'm looking forward to presenting a double CD, and, and the revolution side would be pretty much the follow-up to radio. It's where, you know, hip-hop kind of means dancehall meets you know, that kind of a R&B bluesy feel, that whole, you know, kind of that urban, grassroot kind of feel. Then uh, evolution is where, for me, is where reggae meets alternative, meets soft rock, meets, 
you know, the rest of the world. And, and I like to consider that. It's definitely two different fields, but I like to consider that part of the album. Hopefully, um, music that will inspire, you know, it's, 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 it's music that hopefully speaks to the soul. Right on. Now, I want to get your insight briefly on the evolution of reggae and urban hip-hop. Do you feel the two genres have anything in common as far as message, personally, for you? Yeah, they, 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 of course the genre have things in common. You know, it's, yeah. it's not so much the, the, the message in the genre more than the, the artist relaying the message. Mm. You know, we find that there's a lot of positive hip-hop artists out there with positive messages, but it's unfortunate that those artists are the ones that don't get the airplay. Mm-hmm. And that's why we thank God for radio stations like yours that, that could give those opportunities of people who are actually making sense in what they're saying yeah. versus, you know, I don't want to call any song titles and have anybody feel upset, but versus a lot of the garbage that's playing on the radio. Uh-huh. Um, so it's not so much the genre more than the individual and the, the machine behind it that's you know, that take the time to push things that doesn't uplift us in in, in no way, shape, or form. Well, good. I definitely appreciate your message and your music. All of your listeners do, too. And um, I just really thank you so much for taking the time for this interview with us today. Thank you so much, Kimani. Thank you. And good luck to the rest of your tour, man. Thank you very much.